Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reservations. I'm your host, Rain Wayland. I'm joined today by local filmmaker as well as my close friend, Alex Horton. Hello, everybody. And today we are going to be discussing Star Wars uh, with the upcoming episode nine later this year. Um, me and Alex thought it would be a good idea to talk about something that I feel like has defined our friendship. And I mean, we even made a fan film. So uh, we're going to talk about the cultural impact of Star Wars and what kind of drew us into Star Wars. Uh, before we really get into it, what would you say, Alex, was the thing that really kind of made you realize that Star Wars was something you wanted to keep watching and rewatching? Um, I don't honestly don't even remember because I've been watching it for so long, you know? Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I would just, well, I guess it was out of necessity because uh, when I was a kid, at one point we didn't have cable. But we had a VCR, and I had three VHS tapes. I was like, hey, I like this. So I just kept watching it over and over again. And I even still have those VHS tapes with me. Or not with me, but I still own them. I still watch them sometimes just out of nostalgia purposes. Yeah, the the same goes for me. I mean, I remember growing up um, having the original trilogy on VHS, uh... I still, too, also have the original trilogy on VHS. I cannot watch them because I do not have a uh, VCR anymore. But, you know, I feel like I feel like just still owning them uh, brings like a bit of nostalgia to it. Yeah. Yeah. But the question is, are yours is a are yours pre Minor, edition? mine are actually the first time he, he went he, back in and recut them. So before he really got a little uh, overboard yeah. with all the CGI. If anyone out there doesn't know what we're talking about, um, so after George Lucas uh, finished the original trilogy and before he had really started. Um, Production on um, episodes one, two, and three. He was experimenting with the original trilogy and wanting to try out this new technology that you know is now in every movie. Um, of course, referring to CGI. Um, and so he re-released the original trilogy. Um, and did a little edits here and there, like added in, like I remember in A New Hope, he added in a couple of creatures. Um, uh, I mean, and a lot of them weren't even really necessary. Yeah. Like there's a shot I remember of uh, R2-D2, like, I mean, I think it was one of the later ones, but yeah. So show, like there's a shot of R2-D2 and some rocks, and apparently there wasn't enough rocks because he added some other in. And <laughs> I yeah. just don't think. I think the only thing that was cool about what he added was um, when they're going to fly, when they're flying to the Death Star, and he added in like the pilots moving. Like, oh, yeah. that I could yeah. understand. So it's not just an empty yeah. X Wing. Well, and then he did the second edit, which, ha- which, in my opinion, kind of take away from the the magic of the original trilogy. Uh, and that's when he added in the scene 
well, he did it the first time, but then he heavily re-edited the scene of Han Ooh. and Jabba the Hutt in A New Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he walks around yeah, Jabba. Like he had a, the awkward edit of... Because yeah. the first Jabba the Hutt wasn't a giant slug monster. Yeah. In the original movie, they actually had a deleted scene where it was just some dude, fat dude. Yeah. And like this weird furry coat. And, and so, then it wasn't until Jedi... When they decided, you know, we're going to make him a big yeah. slug Weird monster. lizard thing. And so, you know, in order to have that deleted scene, that had to change the thing. And the CGI is just really, really bad. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, episode two had better CGI. And that's yeah. saying something, because the majority of episode two is CGI. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that... <clears throat> Episode 2 is bad in any way. It's just not... Um, it hasn't aged well. Yeah. yeah. For anyone who actually likes the original trilogy... Or loves, I should say loves. Because I like the original... Uh, the uh, prequel trilogy. For anyone who actually like loves, loves the original trilogy... Uh, I'm not hating. I'm just saying that 1 and 2 have not aged very well. I think... One aged a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. One, yeah, because one yeah. still had a, some more practical effects. Yeah. Um, three, Revenge of the Sith is, of course, the best one of the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Uh, so, so when I want to get your opinion when Disney announced that they acquired the rights to Star Wars. Um, how did you feel about that? Um, I actually was really excited about it because, you know, this is before Disney started their uh, conquest of literally everything. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you know, I just like, I just love Star Wars, you know. I loved the originals. I loved the prequels. You know, not as much, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, it had a special place in my heart. And I was like, hey more Star Wars that sounds great yeah. yeah I now what I didn't want of course was you know an over fluctuation of it or yeah you know, too all, much yeah all the all the animated shows that they launched and all yeah. of the well did you watch Clone Wars um I've seen all of it and I watched I liked it I watched a little bit of it when it was still on Cartoon Network because I, I didn't enjoy the movie that they did, oh, the which the movie apparently takes place like between episode one and uh, season one and two or something. Yeah, the movie was awful. You just skip that and just watch the episodes. You know, there's some really good episodes. There's some filler, of course, with every TV show. But. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like everyone has told me, like the Clone Wars was, was great. Um, and of course, you know, Star Wars Rebels is like the sequel to that. Yeah. Not as good. Yeah. Um, that's what I've been told. It's not. As good as what Clone Wars was. Yeah, I've seen all of that too. Yeah. But uh, for me, I was a little against it at first. Just because uh, I know how Disney likes to milk things. What? Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, if you look at their classic movies and all the direct-to-DVD sequels, you know, Lion King 2, one and a half, and, you know, and then... Or even now, just the... There's literally, like, four live-action 
remakes. Like remakes of the animated coming out this year. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We have uh, Lion King later uh, this well, year. Lion King is live animated, by the way. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Dumbo, Aladdin. Oh, yeah, Dumbo, Aladdin. And uh, is Mulan slated to? Oh yeah, I think so. To to come out in November, I think. But yeah, so I was a little against it at first, just because. Uh, you know, kind of what you said earlier that, it, you know, it's something that you really held close to your heart and it's something like you grew up with. And, you know, I'm not saying that Disney's bad, but I didn't want Disney to just run this into the ground. Yeah. Um, because they knew they could make money from it. But when I first saw the trailer for uh, The Force Awakens um, and learning that J.J. Abrams was directing it, um, and they had a stellar cast and the original cast coming back. I was like, okay, there might be, there, there, it sounds like there's some hope. And then actually seeing the movie, a I really hope, if you will, a, a new hope. Ooh, see what I did there. Yeah. Uh, but then I realized like actually seeing the movie, I was like, okay, yeah. this, I can get behind this new, this whole new star Wars. Yeah. And you know, I've, I've loved what Disney's done with it. I know there's a lot of people out there who uh, despise it. Yeah, who don't agree with that, especially after what uh, happened with The Last Jedi and Solo. Uh, yeah. Especially The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like you can't even mention that without triggering someone, uh, which if you're yeah. triggered by the fact that I just said that, I apologize. But you must be crazy if you didn't think we were going to talk about The Last Jedi. <laughs> I mean, I I really enjoyed The Last Jedi. Um, I like what Ryan Johnson did following what J.J. Abrams did. Um, and the fact that he wrote the movie, too, I felt like helped more. Uh, something that I had to explain to my mom, actually, is that Ryan Johnson, you know, he got, he, you know, he got a lot of hate for... The Last Jedi, mm -hmm. and not saying that it's J.J. Abrams' fault, but J.J. Abrams kind of gave him no, uh, like room to go, pretty much. Yeah, like I'm not saying this J.J. Abrams' fault, but you know, in The Force Awakens, you know, J.J. Abrams said that Luke had disappeared. Uh, the movie ends with the First Order. Figuring out where the uh, the uh, alliance base was, so you know Ryan Johnson had no choice but to immediately pick up where the Force Awakens end ended, and I again I liked what he did with it. Like I I feel like me and you didn't really talk about much about it. Yeah, when it came out, I I liked it. There was a lot of parts I didn't like. Of course, that's with any movie, but... Uh, I mean, there were some, like, really great things that came out of it. Like, you know, the whole lightsaber battle in, the, uh, in Snoke's little chamber. Mm -hmm. Like, that was absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I... And I really liked that... Uh, um, I really... One of the things that I really loved about it was uh, Luke explaining his hubris 
yeah. and explaining yeah. that you know, he became a legend, you know, because yeah, like, you know, how do you live up to that mm-hmm. kind of thing? Which yeah, it makes sense, you know. Oh, yeah, because I kind of what we how we started with about how the original trilogy, you know, is so nostalgic now. You know, I really felt like Ryan Johnson was really paying like homage to the original trilogy because I, I would I would definitely say that you know you know growing up I definitely I, you know, I wanted to be Luke Skywalker and I and I love that that kind of came full circle for Luke that he realized you know what he did you know against Darth Vader and the Empire he became a legend and he realized that you know it, it's it's, it's kind of coming full circle for him. Yeah. You know. So I I really enjoyed it, you know. Um, kind of circling back to the point of how I've actually liked what Disney's doing. Um, I'm, I'm glad we haven't gotten anything <clears throat> about what episode nine is supposed to be about. Yeah. Just that J.J. Abrams is back as the director and he helped write the script on this one. Um, the only thing that all I know is, was that JJ Abrams said he was, uh, bringing in elements from the prequel trilogy, the original trilogy mm-hmm. and what's already been done with this trilogy. Yeah. He's kind of bringing in elements from each one to, close it out because you know all that Disney said is that this is the final uh, Skywalker like the end of the Skywalker saga yeah, yeah, yeah. which I mean kind of makes sense I mean th- this has been telling the story of Anakin Skywalker and then to his son and then into potentially his child I don't you know grandson I guess if we count Kylo Ren yeah and so it's been nine movies about Skywalker. Yeah. So I get that they they want to go and do something different now with it. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, there's tons of different kind of things you can go with. Oh, yeah. We've seen that through all the, you know, books, video games, whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and like with, uh, you know, and I think... I feel like it's been confirmed that the trilogy that Disney's giving Ryan Johnson to kind of lord over, I think he said it's going to be about the Old Republic. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, which I would love to see. Yeah. Because we've only seen it really in uh, video game format. Yeah. Did you play those games? No, I never got to. They were really... They had a lot to them. Yeah, I, I feel like I watched a, a video. Of, you know, backstory and all stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I watched a video about, like, the the mythology that they included in the game and, like, how it tied into the more kind of expanded universe that Disney's kind of trying to forget or kind of wipe out. Yeah. Um what did you What did you think about that, by the way? Uh, I was a, a little disappointed that Disney was trying to well, did wipe out all the extended stuff that um, people have been doing, uh, books, comics, um, that kind of thing. Because 
you know, a part of me feels like someone took the time to create this, to write this, you know, in comics, you know, someone had to write it and then someone had to animate it and then someone had to color it, yeah. you know, and... It is like people like us, you know, lifelong fans. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. And so, and so, so, you know, being told like, hey, this thing that you thought has been canon this whole time. Yeah, that's, it's not canon anymore. Yeah. Forget about all that. But, you know, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, it kind of sucks. But the same way, a lot of it, you know, conflicted with one another. Yeah. So, in a way, it's, it's more streamlined. Yeah. I never, I never got to read much of the books. Or the comics when when the, before Disney acquired it, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I but I did know that a lot of it contradicted mm-hmm. one another. But, but even then, like Disney's like, hey, even though you know all this other stuff is that we're still gonna take you know some of your stuff, mm-hmm. and they've even got like some of the other like creators. Like I don't know if you know what who Thrawn is. He's a He's like a, some blue dude in the Emperor. Really good oh, book. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw, I saw yeah. the, I saw the book at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, he originally started out in you know novels, a novel before mm. Disney takeover, which were really good. And yeah. they're like, hey, you know, we like this character. You've made a great character. You know, how about you come in and do some work in the actual? So I mean, they're not like totally neglecting all these other people, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and I like that they keep the comics going, too. Well, yeah. well they rebooted the entire comic series. Um, and since, you know, Disney also owns Marvel, you know, have the Star Wars comic produced by Marvel. Mm-hmm. And, like, my mom has... She's missing, I think, like... <laughs> issue 17 and 16, I think. But she has everything leading up to that and then everything after it. And she's told me that it's by far one of the best like comic book arcs she's ever read so I mean I'm glad that Disney is seeing all this other stuff like you were saying like you know y'all been doing some good stuff you know we're gonna you know incorporate some of this into it so it becomes canon so it becomes streamlined Um, and you know typical you know format there it's actually good you know, it's not like we're just kind of do 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 do, you know, yeah. farting around, just trying to give fans what they want. You know, it's giving the fans what they want, and it's good. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I just want to know like when the uh, when the holiday special is going to become solidified in canon because <laughs> because that is what we need. Have yeah. you ever seen it? I have not. Uh, it's on YouTube for those listening. You can watch the entire thing on YouTube. Yeah, I know it's, that... It's uh, simultaneously the greatest and worst thing you've ever seen. <laughs> I know that um, Mark Hamill uh, still to this day um, profusely apologizes to <laughs> for it. Um, I, I saw something on his Instagram feed uh, about someone like talking about it, and he was like, no, like, we... No. Like we've openly apologized about this. I think this. I think should make another one, man. <laughs> um, now, one of the other things, like I'm really excited for, is the um, the the Mandalorian show. Ooh, that's being yeah. produced by John Favreau. Yes, who's become. I'm gonna be honest. He's become Disney's golden boy. You know, he gave them Iron Man one, two. 
He's been Happy Hogan in all of them. Yeah. And including, like, all the other movies. He did The Jungle Book. He's going to be yeah, doing The he, Jungle Book. He kind of started off the whole uh, live-action reboot thing, didn't he? Sort of. Well, he, I mean, what was it? Was there anything before The Jungle Book, sort of? Yeah, so, so the very first live-action Disney movie was Maleficent. That oh. started it. And then it was Cinderella. Oh, yeah. And then it was... But those were, like, kind of not great. Well, supposedly Maleficent's fantastic. And they've already greenlit the sequel and given it a title. I've seen it. I didn't think it was that great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I knew Cinderella was going to be trash. Um, Sorry to all the Cinderella fans out there. Um, Then I think it was Beauty and the Beast. No. No, that was after. That's right. It was, the, it was the Jungle Book, then Beauty and the Beast, because then yeah. the Jungle Book started the uh, the, the good ones, because I've right. been told that it's really good. You haven't seen it? I, I saw the trailer, sidebar, <laughs> I know that we were talking about Star Wars, but like I saw the trailer for the Jungle Book, for John Favreau's version, and it was so intense. I was like, I don't know if I could sit through this movie, because it just looked like visually stunning. And it was really good. Um, I saw it. But anyway, so he's so he did the Jungle Book. He's doing the Jungle Book two. He's the doing Jungle Book two. Yeah, they, yeah, the Greenlit a sequel. Huh, okay. Um, he's doing the Lion King. I don't know what more you can go with that. But. And he's a, he now he's uh, integrating into society. Mowgli oh. is integrating into society, and Mowgli has a job now. <laughs> Mowgli has to pay taxes. Um. And so he's doing The Lion King and then uh, The Mandalorian, which I'm really excited for because... Because it's freaking Mandalorians. Yeah, and, and, and I'm pretty sure they're going to talk about The Mandalorian Wars. Um, yes, which also uh, Clone Wars features some of that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, cause wasn't it Django... Because technically Boba is a clone of Jango, but isn't Jango Fett not a like a true Mandalorian or something like that? I think that's what it used to be. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, because I remember reading something that that Jango and Boba aren't full-fledged Mandalorians from the planet of Mandalore. Yeah. Which, you know, for anyone who doesn't know or seen the Clone Wars or Boba Fett or Jango Fett, uh, their armor is very distinctive and it comes from the planet Mandalore. So that's why it's called the Mandalorian. Whoa. Um, And I love the cast already in it. Pedro Pascal. Ooh. No wait, is it Pedro Pascal? I don't know. Oh my yeah. god! I think I just, I think I just. Uh, when is do you, when is a set? By the way, because I forgot. Um, hey, I've got it up. Yeah, it's Pedro Pascal. I knew I was. Um, it will take place after the events of Return of the Jedi and before the Force Awakens. Okay, so it won't even... Okay, so it's not even going to um, probably talk about the Mandalorian Wars. Oh, well, I mean... Werner Herzog is going to be in it, which is... Which isn't a big deal. I mean, I was under the impression that it was going to be before... Boba, uh, Boba Fett like really became the big bad bounty hunter but ooh so I wonder if 
Because, you know, Boba Fett apparently survived the Sarlacc pit. Hmm. And that's really? canon, by the way. Really? He has said that. So mm. if it's after return, I wonder if he's going to show up. Hmm, that would be... Which would make sense, because uh, I think the original actor they got was, you know, Django Fett. I believe he'd probably be, like, the same. Um, he'd be a little older. Yeah, I mean, he was just in uh, Aquaman. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if I remember correctly. Uh, the the I think, only... I think he could... I think I'd like to see him back as Boba Fett. Yeah. Considering that, like... <laughs> The uh, the only other person, the only like other character you really remember him as, is uh, Cody during the Clone Wars. Yeah, but like, he, and you know what's so crazy is they used his likeness, the actor's likeness for the Clone Wars show, uh-huh. but I don't think he voices any of the no, clone troopers. <laughs> I mean, it sounds the guy that got to voice him sounds like him. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The only or sorry. No, no, you're, no, you got it. Yeah. Uh, you know who really wants to play Boba Fett? Who? Is that kid Daniel Logan, who played Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones. Like, kid Boba. Really? Yeah, he's he's totally on board. Like, I've seen pictures of him in, like, like cosplaying as Boba Fett in, like, full suit of armor. That's, he's, like, more than ready. That's awesome. And, and, uh, he doesn't necessarily look like uh, the other guy who played Django. Yeah, he did but, when he was younger. But, I mean... Well, I mean, he's he's 31 now. I feel like yeah. he could... Uh, I mean, they can do some makeup and be like, I don't know. Yeah, that or he just... Just say, like, you know, cloning process didn't necessarily work for him because he's yeah. some, something else, you know? Well, and he's a true clone, you know, he, he ages. Yeah. Uh, well, and apparently, this is funny, apparently... In the Clone Wars, in six episodes, he voiced it, he voiced Boba Fett. Yeah. So I think I think they should do it. Um, I could definitely see John Favreau saving Boba Fett for season two if uh, yeah that would if be it fun. does good enough to get a season two. Um, That's true. But they haven't confirmed. Well, I mean, well they've confirmed that Pedro Pascal is going to be the uh, the lead. The lead. Um, but the only, like, actual 100% confirmed character is uh, Taika Watiti's character. He's going to be IG-88. Mm. Um, but I think he's just doing voiceover. I don't well, think he's yeah. actually... IG-88 is a, like robot. a stick robot. So. Yeah. Well, they could have they done uh, mocap, but on John Favreau's Instagram, it was Taika in a recording booth with... Uh, IG-88 up on the board so I think <clears throat> I think he's just doing voiceover for it yeah which is still great I mean <clears throat> Korg was awesome <laughs> in Thor Ragnarok and it was actually Taika Waititi's decision to give him a very soft spoken voice for this big rock man yeah uh, so I think I think Taika's a, a good choice for a stick robot yeah that has like multiple eyes wonder, all over his head I wonder if they're gonna do like even like more bounty hunters too that would be cool cause yeah. I used to have like, a book like see some from you know all those you know in Empire mm-hmm. they all list them yeah I had I had a book you know who would be good for that mm-hmm. okay in uh, Empire Strikes Back there's some like dude in like white clothing right like Dengar mm-hmm. 
and he was in uh you can play him in the 2015 Battlefront probably the 2017 I don't know okay but in the 2015 he's voiced by uh, Simon Pegg really so I feel like and he's like a really like comic relief character he says some weird funny banter ooh I, I feel like see that, that. Could, yeah uh, yeah, I used to have a book that ha- it was a like it was called Bounty Hunter Stories, and it was all the bounty hunters stories when they all went off to find Han Solo. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what happened to it, and I never finished it. <laughs> um, I want to say in one of my moves when I moved, uh, I lost it at some point. Um, <clears throat> Do you think that Disney is going to keep with the whole standalone movies? Because after the... uh, After Solo. After Solo uh, didn't do as good as they were hoping. Um, You know, they supposedly put it all on on hold. I forgot what I was about to say. (laughs) Um, What... I'm trying to think. Oh, standalone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, standalone. Because <laughs> um, like, I feel like that's I feel like that's why um, we're getting a Mandalorian show. Yeah. Because you know there was a lot of rumors that there was going to be a Boba Fett movie, mm-hmm. which I still think. And a uh, Obi Wan movie too. Yeah. Which I don't think we really need. Yeah, I I'm down for a Boba Fett movie just because I would like to see. You know what happened to him in between Attack of the Clones and Empire Strikes Back? Because that's yeah. the last. You know, Attack I of the mean, Clones is the last time we see him. Well, and then Clone War, sort of. Oh yeah, he's like a little kid, but yeah. And then Empire. Yeah, he's a, a an adult and one of the most feared bounty hunters. Um, I can't talk today, uh, and so I, I would love to see like maybe like his progression and like his like training and what made him the best. But yeah, I, I don't mean, think we're gonna a little bit is that in Clone Wars, but yeah. he's like working with bounty hunters and and it's actually cool. Like so, you know, since they're all clones and he's a clone, he like kind of infiltrates all the clone cadets that are like you know pretty much the same age. Okay. They're like fresh, you know, I don't know, like a few weeks old. I don't know what the aging process is for cloning. <laughs> you know, we'll have to get back to you on that. But So there's like a few episodes where he's like infiltrates them and, they, you know, nobody okay. can tell because he looks exactly the same. Right. But um, so that's an, you know, it's an interesting plot point to, yeah, to I, use for for that. Yeah, I, I think I think they should still do a Boba Fett movie because I think I think like what they did with Rogue One have it kind of like a you know I felt I, I felt like Rogue One was kind of like a Vietnam War movie yeah. especially towards the end and I really I, I think that was like the charm of it so I could really see them I, I think Disney should do that for a Boba Fett movie and have it like I don't know kind of like the, uh, like a war espionage movie but yeah. they probably won't probably. I just want like 150 minutes of 
him just struggling to get out of the Sarlacc pit. That's it. <laughs> like he's climbing and then he just falls back down and keeps doing that for two hours. That, that would be... <laughs> I wonder how many people would actually sit and watch it. Oh no, the trailer's going to be completely different. Just to get people in the theater. <laughs> but that's going to be the movie. <laughs> they're they're going to pull a Russo Brothers and uh, yeah. use use un, 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 unused footage exactly. in the trailer. Um, but people are still going to love it. Because it's Star Wars. <laughs> Um, and then what kind of what you said about the Obi-Wan movie I, I'm indifferent with the Obi-Wan movie like a part of me wants it but a part of me is like we don't need it we know what happens after yeah. Revenge of the Sith he you know and they even and I mean, like what can you do like he's just chilling on the Tatooine, Tatooine. yeah and he's then Obi-Wan like going for drinks every once in a while which would yeah, be kind of funny <laughs> and you know and I didn't see it but I read about it um, you know, we catch up with Obi-Wan on Tatooine uh, because Darth Maul, or actually Maul now, he's since he d- died, he's not yeah. a Darth anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maul catches up with him and tries to kill him. Uh, spoilers for... Uh, oh, yeah, spoilers. I mean, the show is canceled. And, well, it's finished. Well, yeah, well, yeah, it was finished. Which I saw that. Which is actually... Spoils for Rebels, by the way. I don't know if we said it was. It was in Rebels. Yeah, it was in Star Wars Rebels. Oh, because he lived through. Uh, yeah, he was yeah. like an old man in Star Wars Rebels, uh, and it's actually like, like really kind of an emotional. Yeah, I was reading that that like they have a fight, and, then and like it's not like some super dramatic like, oh badass battle, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, like his fight with Darth Maul the first time was. Right. It's just like it happens like in an instant, and he just. You know, slices him. Yeah, and Maul's and, dead, pretty much. And doesn't he... Uh, he dies in Obi-Wan's arms. I was about to say, doesn't he die in Obi-Wan's arms? And, do, and doesn't he ask him, like, are you here protecting the Chosen yeah. One? Yeah, he does. And, and then, he's like, yes, I am. And then he's like, you know, he's like, make sure everything, you know, finish it for me, pretty much is what he says. Oh. Well. Just, you know, get rid of the Empire. Empire War. Yeah. And so, like... Um, well, literally, like, Darth Maul's... Like, if you just watch the movies, you're just like, oh, you know, it's some, he, he looks cool, but there's nothing to him. But mm. literally his arc throughout Clone Wars and Rebels mm. is probably, like, one of the best aspects See, of... that I would I would totally be down for, a Darth yeah. Maul movie. Which, um, you know, maybe we'll get. We saw him in Solo. Spoilers yeah. Spoilers for that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh... And I wasn't expecting that. Um, I wasn't either. I mean, I knew he was technically alive at that point, but for him to show up. Yeah. And and they did something really uh, weird with him, too. So they got Ray Park back to... to, uh, For for his body. Mm -hmm. Um, And they CGI'd his face, I guess, to make him look younger. Because Ray Park has gotten older since... Uh, the Phantom Menace, but it's not his voice. It's uh, well, it never was his voice. Yeah, I didn't realize that till later. It it, uh, it was uh, Sam Whit Whitner Whitter Whitter. Uh, well, the original, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Sam, and, Sam and Whitwer was through has been the uh, the voice through, you know, the TV shows. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember who, because I, I feel like I looked it up a while back. Who who voiced him in uh, the Phantom? Uh, that's it was, right. It was, uh, it was a dude from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, Peter. Uh, 
Yeah, it's got a last name that I'm not yeah. going to try to pronounce. Yeah, it's uh, a Pete yeah, from, Shaun, Pete of from Shaun of the Dead. The or uh, my favorite role of his, uh, Stanley with a C from Couples Retreat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot Stanley name. with a C. Yeah. And then um, he was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. And he dies. And he's in, and he's the tick now. Oh, I forgot that was a show. <laughs> yeah. Like they ju- I think season two is about to start. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. And so, so I like that they got Ray Park back, um, even though he literally, all he does is stand, stand. up. Yeah. With his mechanical legs and, and the force pull his lightsaber to him, to yeah, ignite it just and just for and threaten uh, Khaleesi, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would I would totally be down for a um, a Darth Maul movie. I keep saying Darth Maul; he's just Maul at this point. Um, but I would totally be down for that because. You know, yeah, we saw it in the Clone War, in the in the Star Wars Clone War show and Rebel show, but I feel like a two and a half hour long movie really showing his rise. Just have everything that was in the show made into a movie. Yeah. Obi-Wan shows up at the very end. Yeah. yeah I mean, kills you, him. And Ewan McGregor has said that he is yeah. down to come back as Obi-Wan. Technically, he was in The Force Awakens, but not really. <laughs> They used a snippet of his voice and mixed it with Alec Guinness's voice. Yeah, it doesn't count. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> wasn't it like they took a line f- from A New Hope or something? Yeah, they took, uh, if, I, if I recall, he says the word afraid. Alec Guinness does. Okay. And they took out the ray. And then so they, uh, they painted Perry like Ray, and then um, oh, oh, or, and then Ewan came Ewan in. Ewan McGregor and, says something else. Yeah. So they paired Alleginus with uh, Ewan McGregor. That that seems like a lot of work because uh, it happens during her whole like when she touches Luke's lightsaber and has a yeah. vision, right? Yeah. I don't ever remember hearing. Well, no, I remember hearing Ray, but it didn't sound like Obi Wan. But maybe I wasn't listening properly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, can't. What? What do you think else Disney could do? Because I mean, there is so much, so much that George Luke and and I think that's. I'm I'm like I'm not even finishing thoughts here. I'm sure it's driving people crazy. Um, like George Lucas left so much room for growth in this. And you heard that the producers of Game of Thrones are getting their own trilogy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, huh? So I have. Oh, okay. I thought you said you hated it. <laughs> I, I don't know Game why. Of Thrones, anyways. So. Game of Thrones is good. My mom's convinced that they're going to bring what they did to Game of Thrones to Star Wars. Oh yeah. I was yeah. like uh, incest. Just, yes, incest. That's, that's already been in Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, even uh, Ryan Reynolds knows this in Deadpool too. <laughs> like I'm yeah. pretty sure Luke nailed her. Uh, and then I want some like some like uh, you know some more like death sticks kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> you're like on Coruscant, like underground. There's some like alien hookers trying to seduce some people. That's what I want. <laughs> I I want R-rated Star Wars. <laughs> I don't care if it's for children. <laughs> I. Uh, 
I would be down for a reinterpretation of a game, a Star Wars game, uh, specifically uh, Star Wars Unleashed, which Ooh. also has Sam Whit Whit Whitwer. Yeah, is that how you pronounce his name? So. Um, you know, he's the main character uh, who. If I remember, he was training to be a Jedi, or no, hadn't started training. Yeah, he was like a like the very cusp of a, of a Padawan or something. Mm-hmm. And Darth Vader took him in yeah. and trained him in the dark side. Darth Vader's a, a, a child predator, <laughs> also a child killer. Yeah. Uh, and so I would be down to see like a reinterpretation of that, like. Um, I meant I kind of meant to mention it to you while we were talking about it before we started recording. You know, Love, Death, and Robots is a reimagining of heavy metal, which I've never seen. Yeah, but I would like to see like a reimagining. Well, not really necessarily reimagining. Maybe like a restructuring of Unleashed that yeah. can be formatted into a movie. I would I would like to see that too because. Um, and I think I think that's a, that's a good way to really get Sam into the Star Wars universe, other than just voicing yeah. a character, because he does look like that character. I mean, he doesn't have to be the exact same character, but yeah, something along those lines of that same type of. Oh yeah, and and see, and I think that's, and, and I think that's where Disney really helps out with everything. I don't know that helps out. It's just keeping everything so secretive, um, that. Pretty much us as the fans have to guess what is going to happen or what could happen. Um, Because there's so much, you know, mythology and just so much to unpack in the Star Wars that that even George Lucas, like, pretty much leaves to the fans to interpret, you know, because he, you know, incorporated so much like, you know, Western religions like... He incorporated like Buddhism, yeah, Buddhism into mostly. it. Yeah, Buddhism. You know, a lot of references to Nazi Germany. You know, it's the stormtroopers. Uh, Darth Vader's helmet is literally a Nazi helmet. <laughs> yeah, and so like, and I feel like Disney's really keeping with that, as well as <clears throat> Kathleen Kennedy being the uh, the new CEO of Lucasfilm. I think they're really keeping to the whole like secretiveness. Yeah. Um, my only my only thing <laughs> is I feel like they need to give their director uh, directors the benefit of the doubt. Um, I meant to talk about this earlier when we kind of touched on Solo, but we're here now. Um, is you know how they fired Phil Lord and Chris Miller with like three yeah. weeks left of production and brought in Ron Howard to quote unquote fix the movie. I, f- I would have loved to seen the Phil Lord and Chris Miller version. Cause from what I understand that movie was supposed to be like ridiculously funny. Yeah. And like, yeah, I understand star Wars is a, you know, it's a space Western you know, space opera yeah, drama. Mostly serious. Yeah. It's mostly serious, you know. C- comedy only really shows up uh, to cut the tension sometimes. But like a f- like 
a complete departure, like a complete 180, a fully funny movie with serious bits, right. I feel like would have totally worked. But So uh, let me ask you this. Could they do stuff like, a, like different other genres inside of... I, I feel like if it's you done know, correctly... Like, like, I feel like, you know, the other Star Wars wasn't so much a war movie as, like, you know, mm-hmm. like we were soldiers or something. Mm-hmm. But I feel like uh, Rogue One more was than the others. Right. Well, yeah, it was a, it was a war movie. <clears throat> do you think they could do other stuff like that, like a Star Wars horror movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, Which they have done, like, books. Yeah. In horror, in the horror vein, like... There's a book called Death Troopers, which I read. It's like Ooh. pretty much um, Star Wars zombies, Ooh. which is kind of it was really it was kind of terrifying, honestly. Um, I think they could. I feel like if it's done uh, correctly, like kind of what they did with Rogue One, because I feel like Rogue One was it blew everyone away. Like, oh, a standalone Star Wars movie that doesn't pertain to the actual story. Like, this isn't going to be good. And it blew everyone away. I feel like if it's done right like that, I definitely see it. I definitely think it could work, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, I don't think they will, but. They, yeah, they probably I think it could. They probably won't. But, yeah, if it's done correctly. And it would be very hard to do correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people would that would just completely yeah. hate it just because. Oh yeah, and and I and I meant to touch on this like really early, but like <clears throat> you know, Star Wars is loved so much by so many people that it it's hard to convince like the original diehard, you know, the people who actually grew up with the original trilogy oh, yeah. of why everything else is so important. <clears throat> well not important. Yeah. Why Star Wars is going the way it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> There's a saying: uh, no, nobody hates Star Wars as much as Star Wars fans. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I would have totally agree with that. Like, you know, all these, you know, all the the original fans who, you know, like for example, uh, the whole thing that happened with, um, uh, what's her name? Um, she plays Rose in yeah, the. Chan or something was her last name? Um, Maria Chan or something? Yeah, I think yeah, that's the Chinese. Yeah, actress. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, which is completely like I don't care if you didn't Kelly like Marie the movie. Chan. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't like the movie, that's fine. If you don't like the character, that's fine. I don't really like her character either. Is it kind of useless to me? Yes, but like good God, not, leave her alone on social media yeah it wasn't her fault like get like sending so many death threats for a role they play is like you have some serious psychological issues yeah yeah need like to be addressed immediately yeah like I don't like I I mean I, I thought the I opposite of Rose I mean like yeah she was definitely there to just progress the story yeah. well the side story um but I felt I, like it I, gave I feel like that side story could have been it didn't do anything. Let's yeah, be real. it could have been a little better. Yeah, I yeah. liked uh, Benicio del Toro's character. Yeah, which is pretty much you. You know, we haven't really seen much of him because he's just like, hey, I'm gonna play both sides just because I can. My mom's convinced he's coming back. Oh, which I, I hope so. I think I think he's confirmed to come back. Um, I hope so. What I hope he like shows up with uh, with Lando and they're like, hey, what are you doing with him? And he's like, oh, he's my best friend. No, I'm uh, just I don't see his name on the list. 
to to come back. Yeah. But anyway, but like, um, no, like, I, like I thought Rose. Like I said, I I, I like the character of Rose. Maybe she could be written. Could have been written a little bit better, instead of being kind of like. Uh, I mean, this very nice, <laughs> whiny. She was very whiny. She was to me, but that wasn't Kelly Marie Tran's fault. Like I thought, Kelly Marie Tran acted the way she read the character. Yeah, and that wasn't her fault. So yeah, I can't. Yeah, when I heard that she was bullied to the point where she canceled all of her social media, like it was just ridiculous. So. Uh, do you imagine that? I know. You'd like your dream role to be in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And some uh, 35-year-old white dude on the internet tells you you should go kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong with... Yeah, and we live in a society. <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of... Be- and I feel like that's kind of become the, the problem. Yeah. Not with Star Wars, but the Star Wars fan base. Yes. Is because it's, it's loved by so many people, you know, across multiple generations. You know, my, you know, my. In, uh, in multiple cultures, too. Like. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know, people take that shit seriously, but some people take it way too seriously. Um, I mean, like I mentioned, you know, I, I grew up with the original trilogy, but. You know, it was already on VHS. You know, mm-hmm. I was born in the '90s. George Lucas hadn't even begun to plan the prequel trilogy yet, and so, you know, I to me, Star Wars is a New Hope, mm-hmm. Empire, yeah. which segue, and I could talk for hours of it. Uh, Empire's the best Star Wars movie ever, like ever. It will always be the best Star Wars movie. Straight facts, uh, huh? Straight facts. Yeah, uh, and then Return of the Jedi. That's the that's that's the, that's Star Wars. Um, I don't dislike the prequel trilogy any less. I don't dislike the new trilogy any less. I think it's all fantastic. But those core three movies, that's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like most people, instead of having an open mind about everything, uh, yeah are very closed off you know those three movies that's that's my childhood yeah and but you know you gotta understand that you know in order for movies to survive today you know for a franchise to survive today it has to evolve at some point it has to be different it can't be the same stuff and that'd be extremely boring if it was oh yeah and you know you gotta have different kind of themes you gotta have different you know wavelengths of stuff mm-hmm but people just know they're set in their their minds that this is ha- this is the only thing it's going to be, and if it doesn't stay, then fuck you, you know. And you're no, like, yeah. And you're just like, you need to calm down, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like kind of like what I was talking about at the beginning with the Last Jedi. Like, it's I enjoyed it because it was so different, you know. I I felt like I was watching a very Star Wars movie. But it had so emo- so much emotion and, like you mentioned a second ago, themes. It had different motifs and themes that Star Wars haven't, haven't used before. Mm-hmm. I think that, to me, that's why it stood out so much. But I think, again, on the flip side, what you just said with themes, people know what should be in a Star Wars movie. And I think that's why The Last Jedi gets so much hate because, again... 
like what you said, they're set in their ways. Yeah. You and know? I think it's also because, like you said, people know what they want to expect in the Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And then, because, you know, uh, The Force Awakens is exactly like A New Hope. Right. I mean, we can all be honest about that. Yeah. There's no hiding that. Yeah. And people were like, oh, so this, you know, they were probably expecting it to be exactly like Empire, Empire which there was some themes from Empire, you know, mm-hmm. some similarities. But overall, they kind of flip-flopped it, and they're just like, hey, this is what you're expecting, but I'm going to give you something else. And they're like, what? How dare you? Right, yeah. Like, I'm not going to name uh, names on the off chance uh, this person listens to my podcast, which I highly doubt it. But um, a guy I used to work with at Best Buy, um, which, can I even say Best Buy on a podcast? I mean, I just said it twice. We've well, so. been talking about Disney the whole time. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, me and him had had several conversations about Star Wars, and... Um, we uh, he he was much older than me trying to be polite he was I want to say he was in his 40s and he he was telling me he he had tried to keep an open mind with all the new stuff they were doing Um, but he said the only newest Star Wars movie he felt like was a Star Wars movie was Rogue One. Um, which, I guess because I'm younger, I uh, I didn't feel like that. Because like, kind of what we mentioned about Rogue One being like a war movie and kind of being themed of like Vietnam, Yeah, uh, I loved. And yeah. I felt like it wasn't. Your traditional yeah. Star Wars movie. Visually, it was. Oh, yeah. Visually, yeah. It was a Star Wars but, movie. You know. But, yeah. Totally. And, totally, it was not. Which, yeah. And then I felt like with The Force Awakens, um, like what you said, it's it's a new hope with a new skin. Yeah. Not saying it's a bad because of that, but it's exactly like a new hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like a new hope was that was traditional Star Wars. That was what you what we had come to expect from Star Wars up, up yeah. to that point. Which, you know, it made sense from a standpoint of, you know, when uh, The Phantom Menace came out, people were like, well, there was a lot of people that were like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. But then, you know, a few short months after, they're like, this is terrible. It's nothing like a Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, you get this other thing. They're like, well, you know, look at this. They made another trilogy right off the bat. It was different. People hated it. So... Mm-hmm. We're going to make it the same. And guess what? People still hate it. Yeah. I think people just hate things just to hate things. Yeah. And I think, like, up until that point, you know, it had been 10 years since the last Star Wars movie, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And, you know, I I think, you know, kind of like what you're saying from, like, a business standpoint, it made sense to keep that same formula. But now, and and... I guess kind of to bring everything full circle, uh, you know, I, that's why I think Ryan Johnson did such a good job flipping it all for Revenge, uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, The Last Jedi, you know, because J.J. Abrams is like, okay, you know what, we're keeping the same formula. Boom, Star Wars movie, million bajillion dollars at the box office. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Johnson was like, okay, I'm going to flip all this because now. People know what they're expecting. I'm going to flip it, and you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. I would prefer you to love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. But again, kind of what, like, kind of to rehash what we've been saying, like, and you said it perfectly. No one hates Star Wars like Star Wars fans, you know. Um, but I guess we're the exceptions since. Well, I, you know, I met a lot of people that are like, you know, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be the greatest thing to you, the the new ones. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, you, know, you know, you can have an opinion, but yeah, I, I would just say keep an open mind. Yeah, and there's you know, there's always stuff to love about it. And there's always going to be stuff to hate about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can love one an entire movie, but there's like one little bit thing that you hate, and that's fine. Yeah, but if you go in the mindset of this is going to be the worst thing ever, then you're already losing it life. So. Yeah, I, I feel like everyone, like, if, if you haven't seen Star Wars, um, give it a once-over. Watch. You, most people would say the correct way to watch it is four, five, six, and then go back and watch one, two, three. Me, being the chronological person I am, one, two, three, then four, five, six. I would say if you don't know... if you, Which pretty much everybody knows now. Mm-hmm. You know, people quote the movie, and they don't even know if they've ever seen it. You know, Luke, I am your father. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't know that Darth Vader is Luke's father, then I would say start with four. Yeah. Because you need that, you know, cinematic moment of, holy crap. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, like, once you get into the new movies, just keep an open mind. Once you- now you can start with Rogue One and then four, five, six. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, oh, you well, I feel like Solo is kind of like the under, the underline. You just watch Solo afterwards. You watch watch the whole saga and then Solo. I I think you could watch Solo either before or after Rogue One, and it would still make sense. Uh, I would say do Solo, then Rogue One. Solo takes place before Rogue One. Well, yeah, so I would say, yeah, do Solo, then Rogue One. Because then Rogue One happens like five minutes before A New Hope. Uh, But, I mean... Also, that reminds me. One of the things that I think works well of the the original, you know, special trickery mm -hmm. that George Lucas did is he recut the battle in in A New Hope. Uh Uh-huh. And it's you know it's a lot more quicker with uh, with uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader on the Death Star mm-hmm. whenever Obi Wan gets killed because you know in the original it's just like two old people like hitting each other with sticks it's it's kind of you know to see you know the first time you see it it's like oh lightsabers that's pretty cool right but when you watch a uh, Rogue One before and he's like slaughtering this hallway of rebels yeah you know like spinning his lightsaber and it's kind of like terrifying to go from that to that and you're like oh it's been like a day it's kind of yeah it's kind of you know strange it's like well, is he just doing it because he doesn't want to doesn't want to like, is he being nice to everyone for some reason <laughs> is, he it a, is it his a, life? is it a pity killing yeah um, which I think you know in the in the new ones it, it's a lot quicker it's edited a lot tighter some you know it's got some weird jarring of like Alec Guinness's hands like you know doing some weird up and down things really uh, quickly which is kind of weird but if you don't you know 
mind that too much. I think it's a good one of the good things about the edits. Yeah, which I don't think any. <laughs> I think most of the purists would say no. Nothing's good about the edit. Uh, uh, yeah, it would. But yeah, um, yeah. So, so I think before we end this. Um, I think we should talk about like what we're really expecting or maybe hoping what episode nine is going to have since it is yeah. supposed to, you know, I didn't realize it until I mentioned it to uh, Ashley last night. Um, it comes out December 20th of this year and we've had nothing. Yeah. We don't even know like the title title. Yeah. Which is, which is really weird for any movie, honestly. Yeah. Like, and, and you know, they wrapped filming, uh, two months ago, yeah. you know, and we have we know nothing. Which I think it's a good, you know, yeah. You know, everyone's gonna see it anyway because it's the last of the trilogy. It's the last of the Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a you know, and then the last Jedi was hated on so much. I think it's a good part on Disney to keep everything so tightly wrapped up. Yeah. Until. Yeah, I think that's good. You know, because. Uh, you know. Because the Last Jedi, I feel like, I feel like as soon as they were done filming, they were like, "Oh yeah, it's, it's called the Last know. Jedi." You know, yeah. Press stuff. Send mm-hmm. it all out now. Get the hype up. Yeah, and like, and I'm seeing here that reportedly, uh, Episode Nine is going to take place one year yeah. after the events of the Last Jedi. Uh, I read that too. Which I think will be good mm-hmm. for for the story because. I liked that um, The Last Jedi immediately picks up where The Force Awakens ends. Yeah. Uh, Which no Star Wars movie had ever done that. Mm -hmm. But I think setting Episode Nine a whole year after uh, The Last Jedi is a good move. Because I feel like if they just immediately pick up again, it... Like... at this point, we're not, we, you know, we'd be watching a whole narrative. Yeah. You know, it, it's not the quote-unquote episodics uh-huh. like we're used to. Right. So I, I like that they're pushing it forward a year, doing a year time hop. So uh, what do you think the subtitle would be? Um, if, you had to, if you had to come up with something. If I had to come up with something... I mean... Endgame. <laughs> Star Wars Endgame. Um, so you had... Um, hmm. I think I would go with, because I just remembered also that, uh, you know, Colin Trevorrow was supposed to direct it, uh, you know, uh, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. I'm being stupid because of Jurassic Park. <laughs> Fallen Kingdom or Jurassic World Um, I just pissed off a lot of people (laughs) saying that (laughs) Um, I would probably if I'm being if I if I had to give a a serious answer I would probably say Star Wars um, I would be cool with a like a one worded title like in game like yeah Star Wars like and I would and I would want it to be kind of menacing because I feel like with doing a one year time hop it, it needs like a menacing title 
Star Wars. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe like Annihilation, but man, it's a little too... Yeah. A little too... Uh, Jabby, I guess. A little too uh, yeah. forceful. Or there we go. Forceful. Full of force. <laughs> or uh, full, full force. There we go. Star, Star Wars. Full, full force. force. Sounds like a cop movie. <laughs> Ray just uh, sliding across the top of a, uh, like a Trans Am. Ooh, yeah. And, and John Boyega and uh, Poe Dameron. Uh jumping in through the window and yes. they just they just take off on a uh, on a Trans Am that's fitted with Doc Brown's hover technology Ooh. <laughs> I just, I like I just crossed <laughs> two universes there and ours I guess yeah <laughs> yeah I think I would like to go with like a one word thing too yeah. I think that would be that would be kind of Interesting. Yeah. Well, let's see how. Uh, I wonder how how we go. Yeah, because because you know with episode. Let's see with the with the other thirds we have we're Revenge of the Jedi or the Sith Return of the Jedi. Um. Maybe. Uh. uh I would I would feel like something with like triumph. Maybe, yeah. or like, uh, I feel like something with like like in game, mm-hmm. something some something with finality. The the uh, penultim the penultimate peril. It's a well, penultimate means second to last. Oh shit, that's right. So <laughs> well, and that's a, and that's a series of unfortunate events reference. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. That's that's the second to last book. It's called the yeah. penultimate peril. Um, it can just be called the end. Star Wars, the end. Uh, I don't know. I I, I I I like that we agreed on it should be a one worded title. You know, Star Wars blank. But now that you've pointed out the uh, the threes, you know. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi. Well, technically, it's four words, but still, uh, I'm sure that's what we'll get. You know, because the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi. Uh, yeah. Who knows? I just hope it doesn't suck. What I, do you think? I think it's going to be a lot more interesting because, <laughs> you know, with the original trilogy. You have this entire empire hunting down, you know, the tiny rebellion. Mm-hmm. And then previously you had the entire First Order hunting down this tiny, I think there was the resistance now. Mm-hmm. But now they're kind of like on a level playing field. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of, I don't know, there's like 20, 20 rebels now on yeah. the Millennium Falcon. Uh, yeah, as many as I can then, fit in the Millennium Falcon. But also, since a uh, purple haired lady destroyed all their ships. That's pretty much the majority tiny. of the first, yeah. Yeah. So you know, there's pretty much amount the same amount on each side, which yeah, you have, which yeah. is going to be interesting to see because yeah, and, and, know, I, and I definitely hope there kind of takes a, away the underdogness of it. Yeah, but you know, makes it a lot more interesting. And I hope there's a, a, a power struggle between Hux and uh, 
uh, Kylo Ren because they were they were already would it, be, would it be really a struggle I feel like Hux would be like hey let me do this and Kylo would just be like your head's gone yeah my arm you know uh, yeah that's true I mean Snoke's no longer in the picture so yeah second well, and, highest player is Kylo Ren at this point well, so I heard a rumor I highly doubt it's gonna happen that um that Andy Serkis was gonna come back as as a Snoke, Snoke but um I haven't heard I haven't seen him like on set or I'd like to see him play him like not a CGI character that's true yeah uh, I really like watching him yeah the only like in Black Panther he was really good oh yeah and um I'm trying to think of what other movies no not even in his version of uh, The Jungle Book did he play himself <laughs> so but, uh, what do, what do you think about the whole Kylo Ren Ray thing like are they gonna I think on some level like there's a part of me that thinks on some level they are not necessarily like brother and sister but related on some level you wanna hear my theory here hmm. I don't have much to grow, go off of like I haven't done research or anything but I think they are both the reincarnation of Anakin Skywalker Kylo Ren is the dark side. Oh. Ray is the light side. That's why in the, the last Jedi they had this weird connection. You know, Snoke's like, oh, I did that. But I think he just picked up on it and he just claimed it as him. Right. it still happened after he was gone. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're dead, how are you going to do that? Right. Yeah. So I think they got that weird connection to each other that, you know, one of them is... Which I don't know how to explain that. Like I don't have anything to back that up. But well, I that's mean, just kind of my thinking. Of well, I mean, it makes sense because you know, in 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 Return of the Jedi, you know, Anakin makes his peace. You know, he technically fulfills the prophecy. Yeah, he brings balance to the the Force. Um, it was even though someone told me that technically he didn't bring balance, but whatever. Um, makes his peace and becomes one with the Force. But there... But, you know, originally, for The Force Awakens, they were going to have yeah. Anakin show up, but he was going to be very shadowy and... Yeah. Wasn't they were going to... I read that they were going to have Hayden Christensen back, too, uh-huh. as the ghost, and it was going to, like, switch back and forth between, like, a light side version and, like, mm-hmm. a dark side version. Yeah, so... Like, I mean, he, like he was struggling to... To still come so, and turn, know, yeah. yeah. I mean, so that would that would be you know it would kind of lead into what I was saying. Yeah, that would be. I mean, that it makes sense uh-huh. why they have this connection and why it's connected to technically Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. Um, which how it survived Cloud City? They need to answer that question. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a. But Kanata um, just put around like, hey. Don't ask questions about that. We'll <laughs> tell you about it later, but we actually won't. Let's move on. Um, Who cares? But, I mean, it, it would totally make sense that a part of them is connected to Anakin. Yeah. Of course, we may be way off base. It may just be like... Because they're the new generation. Oh, fuck. But... 
Um, I I would like to see a kind of like, and I'm sure it'll happen, a like Luke versus Darth Vader kind of battle between them. Um, I think would be really interesting to see for episode nine. But, uh, but yeah, um, do you have anything to add for that? Uh, I'm excited to see, uh, Lando back, by the way. Oh, yes. I wonder what he's been up to. The, the Billy D. Williams back. Yeah. After, uh, Donald Glover almost, uh, replaced him as the best Lando Calrissian. But uh, no one can replace Billy D. Williams. Yeah. And Billy D. Williams, if you just happen to be listening, uh, no one can replace you. We love you. Yes, we do love you. And it and about damn time that they finally involved him in yeah. this new trilogy. But, well, everyone, oh. uh, I think we are going to end it there. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our ramblings of Star Wars. If you haven't seen a single Star Wars movie um, go by the uh, the saga there is a, a set with all six movies episode the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy um, they have not included The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi yet but go get those um, check them out if they're not your cup of tea that's no big deal. I've already talked to people who don't like Star Wars, but you know, at least give it a try. Um, be sure to uh, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening.